Good morning. Welcome one and all on this beautiful Palm Passion Sunday at Ocean View United Methodist Church at an 11 o'clock spirited traditional service. It's so good to have each and one of you present. Welcome to those who are joining us via live stream. We're so glad you tuned us in and are worshiping with us this morning. I would like to take just a moment and ask you if you would to pass the register of friendship down the pews that we might have uh, a record of your present with us that would make us really happy and I'm glad that if you would do that. Welcome to those who are visiting with us, especially if it's for your first time. We're glad you chose us to, to worship and if you're looking for a church home, if anyone is looking for a church home, we invite you to think about us because we'd love to have you be a part of our church family. At this time, I will welcome our liturgist for this morning, uh, Ernest Leatherman, who has a couple of announcements for us. Good morning. I, 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 I add my welcome to each and every one of you for being here on this beautiful Palm Passion Sunday. How, how great does the yard look today? The, trust, the trustees organized the cleanup yesterday and everywhere there were people raking, cutting, clipping, just picking up trash. It was a great, great time out here. I happened to come by. I wasn't able to be here to do any work, but I happened to come by and there, it was like a bunch of ants scattered out over the over the yards cleaning and just making sure everything was beautiful who, who in here helped clean up yesterday raise your hand hey thank you give them a hand so please join me in prayer dear holy one we come to you today we come to you today on this beautiful beautiful palm sunday and we ask that you give us strength and guidance as we learn and hear your word today. In Christ's name, amen. amen. Please do stand now for the choral introit. found in your bulletin uh, also on the screen give thanks to the Lord who is good God's steadfast love endures forever open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord this is the gate of the Lord let the faithful come and worship God amen Join me now in hymn number 278, Hosanna, loud Hosanna, and wave your palm branches during this. 
You may be seated. Our Psalter reading today is Psalm number 118, number 839 in your hymnal, and it's also on the screen. Join me now. The Lord is my strength and my power. The Lord has become my salvation. There are joyous songs of victory in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has chastised me, but has not given me over to death. Open the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you, you have answered me and became my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God who has given us light. Lead the festival procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, you are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord who is good, for God's steadfast love endures forever. Amen. If you would now, join me in prayer. O Holy One, we celebrate today, we celebrate today your arrival in Jerusalem to participate in the Holy Passover. Your entrance, riding on a lowly donkey as the multitudes through branch of palms to line your journey. This defines the journey that each of us must engage in to accept the outstretched hand of our Lord, our Lord and Savior. To accept the grace that is bestowed upon us, we must humble ourselves before you, humble ourselves and acquire the wisdom to do your work through the teaching of Jesus Christ during his reign on earth. We also must accept, must accept the horror and terror that he had to endure to establish his kingdom here on earth, to bring together a diverse people steeped in tradition to understand that love from God is encompassing and without bounds, a love which we only have to accept and pass on to all that we meet. Love through deeds, love through actions, love through attitude, and love through our devotion to you and your mighty works. 
we, be, we begin our journey again and again and again. But today we begin it with prayers and praises that we raise to show our love. Hear them now. Now, Father, we join that ride on a lowly donkey as we begin our journey once again, once again to the understanding and love that can only come for you, from you. We raise our voices again with the words that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please now, ushers, come forward for our tithes and offerings.
please, Holy One, accept these meager offerings. Accept our love. Accept our devotion. In God's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, choir. I invite at this time, if Bev Dwayne would come forward, as well as Pastor Justin. And as they come, 
Some of us might be wondering, why do we have both Palm Sunday and the entire Passion Gospel on one day? Well, it's all really one story. Without Palm Sunday and Holy Thursday, the cross is not bearable, nor is Christ's rising understandable. With Holy Week, we get prepared. We are getting ready for the glory of Easter. So we're doing something a little different this morning with the special reading of the passion story you are invited to enter in and play your part in the reading. You are invited to hear it for yourself. Hear the words of Jesus fresh and new. Walk with our Lord through his last days. Allow the Holy Spirit to draw you into your response to the passion. After the reading, we will take some time to reflect in silence using some questions with which I will follow. So now please take a moment and be sure you are seated comfortably. You may want to close your eyes as you listen, but be careful not to fall asleep. Relax, but be attentive and honest with God and yourself. So let's take a long, deep breath. Hold it a moment and then exhale. Do that once more, inhale. Hold it and exhale. Now, please pray with me and repeat these words with me. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Your servant is listening. Hear now a reading from the Gospel according to Luke. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined, but woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another, which one of them it could be who would do this? A dispute also arose among them as to which one of them was to be regarded as the greatest. 
But he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the leader like one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in trials, and I confer on you, just as my Father has confirmed on me a kingdom, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you. Go to you to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the cock will not crow this day until you have denied three times that you know me. He said to them, When I sent you out without a purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? They said, No, not a thing. He said to them, But now, the one who has a purse must take it, and likewise a bag. And the one who has no sword must sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you, the scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted among the lawless. And indeed, what is written about me is being fulfilled. They said, Lord, look, here are two swords. He replied, It is enough. He came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. When he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. While he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? When those who were around him saw what was coming, they asked, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? Then one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. 
But Jesus said, No more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple police, and the elders who had come for him, Have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. But Peter was following at a distance. When they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man was also with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I don't know him. A little later, someone else on seeing him said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then about an hour later, still, Another kept insisting. Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you're talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, Prophecy, who is it that struck you? They kept heaping many other insults on him. When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together and they brought him to their council. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us. He replied, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. All of them asked, Are you sure then, the Son of God? He said to them, you say that I am. Then they said, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. Then the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor and say that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent and said, He stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea from Galilee, where he began even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he 
was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other before they had been enemies. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people, and here I have examined him in your presence and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death, I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Then they all shouted out together, Away with this fellow. Release Barnabas to us. This was a man who had been put in prison for an insurrection that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time, he said to them, Why, what evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sentence of death. I will therefore have him flogged and then release him. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that he should be crucified. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demand should be granted. He released the man they asked for the one who had been put in prison for insurrection and murder, and he handed Jesus over as they wished. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country, and they laid the cross upon him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A great number of people followed him, and among them were women who were beating their breasts and wailing for him, but Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are surely coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do this when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others also who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing, and the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, 
He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation, and we intend to have removed justly. We have condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Remember me, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, while the sun's light failed and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly this man was innocent. And when all the crowds who had gathered there for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home, beating their breasts. But all his acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph, who, though a member of the council, had not agreed to their plan and action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea, and he was waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where no one had ever been laid. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. Hear now these questions for reflection. And in these moments of silence, prayerfully think about what they mean to you. What words or word in this passage has caught your attention?
what is the Lord personally saying to you? What do you want to say to God? Let us pray. Dear Lord, let the power of your word communicate to us the power of salvation. Help us see our Savior saving us and let us receive his love, mercy, and forgiveness. As we turn to the table he has set for us, may we be healed and filled by God's grace. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And now as we turn to our time of Holy Communion, I want you to know everyone is invited. This is an open table, meaning this grace that is offered here is available to each and every one who would receive it. You don't have to be baptized or a member of the church. You only need to want to be with Christ and receive the grace he offers here. If you have your communion kits available, I ask you to pull those out. And if you don't have one, raise your hand, and our ushers have them, and they will be sure to get them to you. So raise your hand, and they will get them to you. A couple over here. And as they are being delivered, you might want to get this started by pulling that plastic off the top here. Does everyone have their kit? The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You bid your faithful people cleanse their hearts and prepare with joy for the Paschal Feast that fervent in prayer and works of mercy and renewed by your word and sacraments, we may come to the fullness of grace which you have prepared for those who love you. Therefore, with your people in all ages and the whole company of heaven, we join in the song of unending praise, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. 
Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Most holy and gracious God, in infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, in the fullness of time you sent Jesus Christ, your only son, to redeem the world. He emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in our likeness. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. He took upon himself our sin and death and offered himself a perfect sacrifice for the sin of the whole world. By his life, he broke the power of sin. By his death, he conquered death. And by his resurrection, he gave us eternal life. On the night he was delivered to suffering and death, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, recalling your son's suffering, death, resurrection and ascension, and looking for his coming in glory, we ask you to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, which we offer in union with Christ's sacrifice for us as a living and holy surrender of ourselves. Send the power of your Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts that in the breaking of his bread and the drinking of his wine, we may know the presence of the living Christ, be renewed as his body, cleansed from sin by his blood, and serve you in unity, fidelity, and joy until you bring us with all your saints into the fullness of your eternal kingdom. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all glory and honor is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. This is the body of Christ broken for you. Take and eat. This is the blood of Christ which is shed for you. Take and drink. Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Let us stand as we are able and sing together our closing hymn, Alas, and did my Savior bleed. 
It's on page 294 in your hymnals, and the words will be on the screen. receive our blessing and sending forth he's given his all for you what more can we do than give our all for him so go in his love being that love for the world and go in the name of the Father Son and Holy Spirit